Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. Thank you for listening once again. You're joined by me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. Welcome to the show, guys. Happy belated birthday, Tom. Uh, wish Thank you, you. Wish you a happy birthday on Twitter. But for those of uh, for those that are just listeners, just wanted to to get that out there. Happy returns, mate. Cheers. And uh, you called it exactly right on Twitter. You said, I wanted one birthday wish, and that was for Chris Hewton to get the sack. And uh, it was a day late, but I will forgive the club for that because, uh, yeah, the birthday, belated birthday present has been received. And received well. Uh, and, yeah, it was it was quite the weekend, one night across the Premier League, the EFL. Obviously, we've had some midweek action as well it's been absolutely jam-packed and uh, we came so close well I did last week Tom to securing a treble just the one leg and the one goal missing we'll recap those a bit later on in the show uh, but one more point lovely to have you back uh, in good audio back at home (laughs) yeah yeah commitment to the pod though Uh, commitment to the pod yeah recording on holiday but yeah now the dream's over and reality's back. So hopefully the audio's better and, and everything works out. But uh, yeah, just a little disclaimer, everyone. This show is for over 18s. We'll be talking about gambling, which does carry severe risks. Uh, we want everyone to gamble responsibly. Stop now and turn off if you think that you are even close to being out of control. And please seek professional help. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go through pretty much the same as we usually do on today's show. So we're going to go through the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two, picking out our betting highlights. Then we'll look at the bomb-proof trebles and then fantasy football and any other little bits at the end. So the Premier League starts on Friday this weekend. We've got Newcastle against Leeds, Friday night football. Newcastle 21 to 10 to get the win. Uh, the draws 13 to 5 and Leeds are 5 to 4. I don't know about you mate, but I have no idea. I'm thoroughly unimpressed with both of these sides so far this season. Yeah, so am I mate in terms of results. Yeah, not calling it. But I think I was looking at over 2.5 goals, but their price absolutely stinks the room out. 8 to 13. Uh, both teams have had real, real problems uh, defending, which is probably why the mm. uh, price is so bad. But yeah, I was really excited. I thought, you know, might find a bit of nugget of value. And it's still a bet, I think, that will come in, but a bit short. Yeah. Um, we'll move into Saturday then, because not too much point dwelling on that game. Uh, Wolves-Brentford is the early kickoff. Wolves, if you fancy them, the home side, they're priced at 10 to 11, odds on. Draws 11 to 5, and Brentford are big outsiders, really, for this one, 15 to 4. So, what? That's just a just a shade under 4 to 1 for Brentford to get the win. It uh, looks a little bit long for Brentford to me, but I don't fancy going for the result, you know, whichever way. Uh, I feel like the only thing I could, could be, I could be confident in here is under 2.5 goals. Price is rubbish, 8 to 15. Uh, but every Brentford game this season has been under 2.5 goals. Likewise with Wolves, every Premier League game this season, under 2.5 goals as well. So you'd think, again, another low-scoring affair here, but the bookies have priced it up accordingly. Yeah, I think that this this is two teams that I'm feeling like it's too early to, uh, to back. So mm. 
you've got got a team in Brentford. We're still learning about them a little bit. Um, we're still, you know, waiting to see how switched on they're going to be at this level. And then we got Wolves, who are obviously having a little bit of a um, a bit of a struggle to start the season. And when you put those two together, it doesn't really add up to a reliable bet. I don't think. No, I do think, like I say, the the fifteen to four for Brentford. It does look quite high. It wouldn't Definitely. surprise me if they like took a one nil or something here. Oh no way, yeah. no way! It, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. And unbeaten from home so far uh, in the Prem, two games, two draws. So showing yeah. a bit, showing a bit of steel. Yeah, but the under goal is definitely the way to go. Uh, we'll move into the three o'clock. So anyway, Burnley Arsenal is the first one. Eleven to four for Burnley, five to two for the draw, and evens for Arsenal, who finally got their season up and running with a one nil. Win at home to Norwich last weekend. Uh, can you see a second win on the spin for Arsenal against this struggling Burnley side? Yeah, yeah, I can. Um, I think I like the look of what... I mean, Arteta did gamble on the weekend. Um, he played his kind of new look Arsenal. And, you know, he, uh, he definitely rolled the dice on that one. And then Burnley, I feel like they start every season badly, to be honest yeah. with you. And uh, this year is no different. Aside from that single point they've got under their belt, they've lost all the other games so far this season. And yeah, Arsenal for me are evens. I'm happy to take a punt on that. I think they've got more than enough about them. Are they back in inverted commas? No way near it. But we're not talking about the long term. We're talking about this 90 minutes on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I could see another Arsenal win as well. Liverpool against Crystal Palace is the next game at three o'clock. One to five for Liverpool, very short as you'd expect. Six to one for the draw and twelve to one for Crystal Palace. Um, I do think Liverpool will win. Got off to a really good start so far this season. Uh, one thing I like the look of to get a bit more value out of this game rather than just Liverpool straight on the nose. Liverpool to win and over two point five goals. That bumps your price up to eight to thirteen. So we're getting a little bit better out of that one there. Um, you know, the, the last few Liverpool games, full of goals, the 3-2 midweek against AC Milan, 3-0 last weekend against Leeds. Um, historically, against Palace, last season they beat Palace 7-0. Game before that, they beat them 4-0. So it tends to be a fairly high-scoring game when these two sides are involved as well, historically. Um, Liverpool in amongst the goals, as we mentioned. And yeah, Palace themselves they could get on the score sheet I think you've got a tip that might take that one a little bit further Tom haven't you but yeah Edward came in last week got two goals straight away fantastic start for them could be exactly what they're missing over the last few seasons you know get rid of the Benteke's get a decent goal scoring strike at the, at the sharp end of that team and you know their fortunes could really turn around but yeah for me I don't expect an upset but Palace potentially to get on the score sheet Liverpool to potentially get two or three goals yeah, and that, that segues nicely into uh, what you just touched on, Tom. Both teams to score and Liverpool win. Uh, 7-4 to four, uh, is the price for that. All the reasons you just mentioned. Uh, only thing I'll add is really looking forward to uh, seeing Palace hopefully line up with Zaha, Olise, Eze and Edouard. Mm. Uh, and then I think they'll be my kind of favourite neutral team in the league, I think, if they put that that's, out. That's exciting on paper, isn't it? Yep. 
Man City against Southampton then is the next game. One to eight for Man City. So we're getting even shorter now. <laughs> 17 to two for the draw and 16 to one for Southampton to get the win. Uh, City off the back of that fantastic 6 3 win in midweek against Leipzig in the Champions League. Um, full of goals at the moment at Man City. So they got the six there. Uh, it wasn't so long ago. They got five against Arsenal the week before that, five against Norwich. Um, ground out a 1 0 win against Leicester away from home last weekend, which is a decent result. Thoroughly expect them to beat Southampton. Um, again, you could potentially look at the. Uh, Man City to win an, an over goals market. Man City to win an over 3.5 is 11 to 10. Um, that could be something to look into, I think. Yeah, I like yeah. I, I think Man City could get a good few here if uh, they get one early and things go their way. Definitely, mate. Definitely. Um, I was going to tip over 3.5, which is evens. So, yeah. Adding in that Man City win gets you up to 11 to 10 for that extra little nugget of profit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I think City could 3, 4, 5 them here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, lastly then at 3 o'clock, we've got Norwich against Watford. 23 to 20 for Norwich there, the favourites at home. 23 to 10 for the draw and 5 to 2 for Watford. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel like... It's just deja vu with Norwich every single season. Get in the Premier League, live in the relegation zone. Um, currently played four, lost four, zero points, uh, eleven goals conceded, one goal scored. I just can't, I can't back them to win this game based on that record and what I've seen so far. But likewise, Watford, after that opening day three-two win against Villa, they've lost to nil and they've proceeded in three games. So, not showing me much there either. I think you're being really harsh there. Uh, Norwich have played Liverpool, Man City, Leicester and Arsenal. And then Watford, yeah, they've managed that good win over Villa. Uh, against Brighton and uh, Tottenham, they were really, really good. I, I really liked what I saw. They beat Palace in the Carabao Cup. They didn't turn up against Wolves, granted. I think you're being a bit harsh there. And I'm not saying I've got a tip, by the way. <laughs> I have no, nothing for this game. This comment is unfortunately going nowhere. Um, however, I just feel like both teams, I need to stick up for them a little bit. Yeah, well, do you think there's worse teams in the league? Well, no, but I think I, I would like to have this conversation with you in six weeks' time when Norwich have played a couple more winnable games and Watford have had a, a few more games where I can learn a bit more about them. I think you're mm. just kind of casting them aside a bit. I think, I think you're <laughs> yeah. being a bit harsh, to be honest. Okay, well, this is one of said winnable games then for Norwich. They should, yeah. If, they want, yeah. Yeah. if they've got ambitions of staying up, you've got to be winning this one. If they want your approval, which I'm sure is top of their list, then they're going to have to win this, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, they are. But anyway, I've got no bet. I've got no bet for this after all this chat. I got yeah, okay, moving on. <laughs> right, we'll move on to Aston Villa against Everton. Then uh, Villa seven to five favourites. The draw is twenty three to ten, and Everton are two to one. Um, I'm not really sure where to go with this one, to be honest, because I know Villa lost last week to Chelsea three 0 But to be fair to Villa. They were decent. I think 3-0 flattered Chelsea. And then with Everton, 
you know, we've seen them have a good start to the season. They've won three games and drawing one unbeaten in their first four games. I'm I'm tempted just to go straight down the middle. Draw. We don't often tip a draw, but 23 to 10, I feel like these are probably two pretty evenly matched sides. You'd think with the most played game in Premier League history that we would kind of understand what's going to happen here, but <laughs> we really don't. Uh, I think we've got Villa, who are so up and down, I, I just don't trust them at all. And then we've got Everton, who I think are running a bit hot. I like Damari Gray, right? But the matter of the fact is, he's not going to carry on like this all season. It will slow down. Um, same with Townsend, right? He is having a good time at the moment. It will slow down. No DCL. Calvert-Lewin's injured for four to six weeks. That's going to change things. James Rodriguez, frozen out at the moment. I just feel like there's so many question marks around this. Joe, what, Tom, the draw is probably the sensible way to go. But I think the sensible thing to do is leave it alone and run a mile, to be honest with you. (laughs) Fair enough, yeah. Um, Let's move into Sunday then. Brighton against Leicester starts us off 17 to 10 for Brighton, 11 to 5 for the draw, and 7 to 4 for Leicester. Uh, anything you fancy in this particular game? I'm really excited to watch it. I know that's not what you asked me, but <laughs> really, really excited to watch it. I think it's going to be really entertaining. Brighton have, have done a 180, haven't they, from last season? Mm. Uh, now everything's going in. It's, it's amazing how it all averages out. You know, over time, uh, yeah. Again, uh, profit chasers stick with the show as we advance through the games and the leagues. Uh, the, there's way more um, opportunity. I think I, I, I just don't know where I want to go here, Tom. So I like the look of both sides. Leicester coming off a uh, Europa League game. Is that going to affect things? I'm really not sure. You know, it's a two-two draw at home to Napoli. Yeah, I, not sure. I, I'm just, I'm scared, but excited. Mm. Yeah, okay, I agree. Yeah, it's a tough one to call. Let's move on. It's Premier League in general is not where it's at, is it, <laughs> this uh, this weekend? Um, West Ham Man United, though, which is the next game. That might have something for us. I certainly like more in this game uh, than I have in the last so West Ham are ten to three for the win. The draws three to one, and Man U are three to four favourites. I see this as a, as a really dangerous game for Manchester United. Uh, West Ham unbeaten in fourteen consecutive games, uh, played two, sorry, one two, drawn two of their four Premier League games so far. Um, I'm looking at this game to be both teams to score and over two point five goals. I think there's going to be goals in it. We've seen that already from both of these sides in their Premier League games. Uh, so, yeah, 20 to 21. So, just a shade under evens for over 2.5 and both teams to score. Uh, we've seen Manu struggle to keep clean sheets. They've kept just one clean sheet in the last five games. That was when they beat Wolves 1 0. Um, yeah, and I think the firepower is there for both sides, but the defensive frailties are there also. Yeah, like where you're coming from there, Tom. Uh, basically had the same uh, notes and a similar ilk written down. So, yeah, I'm more than happy to back you on that one, mate. Fancy in Ronaldo anytime goal scorer, 8-11? to 11. <laughs> Why not? Bloody hell. <laughs> I know I when uh, when Saturday was, was rolling around and the weekend was over, I, I tweeted out, which should have just, you know, 
Hi, welcome to the Football Band Podcast. Today's tip, Ronaldo, first goal scorer. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And that should have been the whole show because it was pretty inevitable, wasn't it? Last weekend and in the midweeks, you could have had the Ronaldo-Lukaku first goal scorer double. Both would have come in twice. Um, If you fancy it to come in uh, for a hat-trick of times, it's 14-1. to So... Ronaldo to score first in Manu against West Ham and Lukaku to score first in Chelsea Spurs. Lovely segue, by the way, into the Tottenham-Chelsea game. Absolutely. It's a game which I expect Chelsea to win. Definitely. Um, No losses in 10 consecutive games for Chelsea. The price at a tasty 3-4 to away at Spurs. Um, And I appreciate with Spurs, there's there's a bit of rotation in the cup competitions, but... This is the Europa Conference League that they're they're in now. A good chance this is to win some silverware. They played Pacos de Ferreira, lost 1-0. Uh, Rennes drew 2-2 in their two games so far in the tournament. You, surely this is something they should be taking a little bit more seriously. I don't I don't know. Like I feel like do you know what? I love the idea of the Conference League for like, you know, let's say, a Crystal Palace for them to get in it next season or something like that. But I feel like if you're Tottenham, do you, do you even care? Do you want to play in this? Yes. Why? You want to win it? You want to win something? No, I, no I get it. But like, imagine the motivation. Hi, Harry Kane. Sorry, I know, you, I know you watched Man City blitz Leipzig the other day and everyone was scoring, having a great time. We're away at Wren in the Conference League. And... The back four that we're going to play is Ben Davis, Roden, Tanganga, and Doherty. I don't know. I just worry about the motivation. But anyway, um, mm. that segues nicely into into Tottenham. They've got a couple of defensive issues. Uh, Tanganga obviously suspended uh, with his red card at the weekend. Dyer uh, question marks. Roden's not played a lot. Uh, and then Sanchez and Romero as well, not played a lot. So lots of question marks over centre-half. Not what you want when uh, Romelu Lukaku is in town. Three to four is yeah. a cracking price for Chelsea. It is. Um, Lukaku, anytime scorer, you know, the guy can't stop hitting the back of the net at the moment. Uh, evens for Lukaku to get on the score sheet anytime, which could turn out to be a decent price, the form he's in. Lump. Uh, Right, that's it then for the Premier League. Let's move on to the Championship. Yes, yes, let's do so. Anything you want to get us started with here? Yeah, Sheffield United. It's an early kickoff. Early kickoff. It's early kickoff, so we all know it's going to fall on its arse. But (laughs) (laughs) Sheffield United, I mean Hull, uh, they started the season off so well, didn't they? Remember that win against uh, Preston? Mm, Being 4-1. I mean, I know Preston are going to be down there, but great start to the season. And bloody hell, since that, it's been pretty grim. Not one in their last seven. Sheffield United, uh, it looked like they were going to explode it. So they beat Derby in the Carabao Cup. They got a draw away at Luton. See, I've seen worse results. They smashed Peterborough 6-2. Ourselves included got sucked in on the on the Tuesday night with them beating Preston at home. Preston scored in the 90-summit minute to equalise. Game finished 2-2, but I, I'm not deterred. I'm really not. Sheffield United, 
with Gibbs White and, and all the young players are given a chance to at the moment. I, I'm really happy to take them at five to four, despite it being the twelve thirty. Yep. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? It seems like things Surely. are turning around a little bit. Morgan gives White, what a signing. What a loan signing. Yeah, Premier, um, he's Premier League quality, I think. Lower yeah. lower Prem quality. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, right, I've got one that is not a good price, but I think it will definitely come in. Uh, so in the Barnsley against Blackburn game, this is Barnsley to score a goal. So the price is two to five for Barnsley to get on the score sheet. Um, head-to-head, Blackburn haven't kept a clean sheet against Barnsley for 12 consecutive games, and that is the reasoning behind that one in its entirety. Like I say, a short price, but if you wanted something to boost your accumulator up a little bit maybe, then that could be something you could throw in there. Yeah, yeah, why not? More than happy with that. Um, Going to tip up Huddersfield at home to Nottingham Forest. I'll be honest with you, I really thought that these clubs might be in reverse at this start, at, the, at this stage of the season. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't expect Forrest to be sick for where Huddersfield are, but what I'm trying to say is I expected them to be in the top half, maybe mm-hmm. 10th or so. And I, I had thought Huddersfield were really going to struggle. I mean, you know, the difference is, is 12 points, but, you know, Forrest bottom of the league, one draw, obviously sat Chris Hewton. That is, I know, Tom, you don't like going against the, not even a new manager bounce, but like a caretaker or a change in management. You know, sometimes it can really motivate a, a group of players and they can pull a result out. But Huddersfield have been very impressive. You've got to hand it to them. They're priced at evens at home against a team who's made their worst start to a season in 108 years. I don't think you can ignore it when you co-host a betting podcast. No, no, I completely agree. Um, it's been over six months since we last won a competitive game. That's uh, that's oh, sad. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah, moving on from that one, completely agree with it. I'm going to look at Millwall against Coventry. I've got both teams to score down in this game, mainly based on the Millwall side. Um, eight of the last nine Millwall games have been both teams to score. So... Very entertaining at the Den so far this season. Back that to continue again. Um, obviously, Millwall, with that kind of record, they're obviously getting on the score sheet. They've got the firepower to score some goals. They are conceding as well. Coventry, the visitors this weekend, in fantastic form. They're in fourth in the league. Uh, won five of their seven games. So they've got no problems hitting the back of the net at the moment. And I think, yeah, both sides will probably do so again. Yep. I'm going to turn to West Brom. Uh, I, I just mentioned that Preston scuppered us uh, the other day. And they're, they're on some decent form, Preston. In all comps, uh, three wins and, and two draws in their last five. But, you know, I'm, I'm basing it on the fact that I think this game's played out ten times. I think West Brom win eight or nine. I think they're by far and away the better side. I'm not turned off by their draws against Millwall and Derby. Uh, I am. You are. I'm not. I, well, but this is the thing. Tell you. We have. I've got to say this is this is slightly biased uh, for me now because I had an accumulator on Saturday in play. West Brom cost it for over a hundred quid returns. Had an accumulator on. When did they play? Tuesday night. 
West Brom cost it for about 150 quid returns. Um, so the last two games that West Brom have played in, they've cost me two accumulators and I'm done with them. Right, so you're bitter. Yes. Right. <laughs> because... Well, you know, if, if you're drawing at home to Derby and Millwall, I'm not happy with that. No, I'm not happy with it. If you're supposedly it. one of the best teams in the league. Right, okay. Not good enough. Right, I'm <laughs> bloody hell. I'm totally with you, right? But I, I always think you can't just go down the docket and pick the team that's won six in a row against a team that's lost six in a row. It, it Sometimes, yeah, absolutely, because the teams are on those runs for a reason. But, but runs change, and quality cream always rises to the top. Uh, have you had a look at Preston's results? The Sheffield United one is good, but they drew away at Bristol City. That doesn't excite me. They beat Swansea at home. Very transitional period for Swansea at that time. They beat Morecambe in the Carabao Cup. They were a League Two side uh, last season. They beat Peterborough at home. Peterborough struggling. They lost away at Huddersfield. We just raved about them. Reading, they lost away. I just, I'm not, I I don't see, I don't don't see how this is like a a massive kind of, you know, I, I don't see how these results back Preston up. I'm happy to take West Brom knowing that if this game is played 10 times, West Brom will win eight or nine. And if Mm. you are turned off by the one or two times that Preston would win in a 10-game series, that is up to you. But I'm taking West Brom 19 to 20. We'll see where these two are uh, come five o'clock on Saturday. Good luck to you. Uh, (laughs) I won't be back yet. I'm too stung. All right, okay. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, No more champ from me. Okay. Okay. I have one more, and you're not going to like it, but you just have to accept that this is what it is. QPR, they're 4-5 to five against Bristol City. You can almost copy and paste. Uh, QPR, up until two games ago, were, were pretty much unbeaten. Uh, they did lose. Uh, they managed a defeat away at Bournemouth, which is not a disgrace. They lost 2-1. They're playing against the Bristol City side. We were in 11th, which is, which is surprisingly high, actually. If you Before I looked at the league table, I, I just assumed they were about 20th. But they're having an all right season. Uh, they'd probably snap your hand off for it to finish now. Um, but yeah, again, I just think that with Dykes on form three and five, uh, Andre Gray got on the score sheet the other day, and then they've got Cher and, and Willock, etc. I'm just... My tail is up with QPR despite Bristol City's strong start. Four to five. I think the R's will get that one as well. Okay. Yeah, right. Are you happy with that one or are you you annoyed? No, meh. Meh. It wasn't something I was going to bet on, to be (laughs) honest. I don't think I will. I don't think you've done enough to persuade me, but (laughs) I can see your reasoning. Right. (laughs) Go on then. After you. Right, let's start League One with the uh, current pace setters, Sunderland, twenty-one to twenty to get a win away at Fleetwood Town. Um, I've got to say, Fleetwood have been something of a problem side for Sunderland in recent seasons, but I'm hoping that this will all end this weekend. Uh, Fleetwood down in seventeenth uh, so far this season. Six games played, two wins, one draw, three losses. Sunderland. Doing really well. I think the best ever start to a league season, I think I read in midweek. 
uh, five wins from their opening six games. And it's the standard of opposition that Sunderland have been beating, which I think is probably most impressive. They've beaten Accrington Stanley, who are in sixth. They've beaten Wickham, who are in ninth. They've beaten AFC Wimbledon, who are in fourth. They've beaten MK Dons, who are in fifth. They've beaten sides who are bang at the top of the league with them already, early on in the season. Um, so, yeah, I think over-evens for them to get another win again is is a really good price. Yeah, I'm all good with that. On board. Uh, let's talk about someone who should be a pace setter, but but they're not. And this is kind of contradicting what I just said <laughs> previously. Uh, but I'm going to take Lincoln, Tom, to be Ipswich. Uh, Lincoln at their home side, six to five. I just really like what I see from Lincoln. Uh, obviously, Ipswich are, are a bit of a. A bit of a wounded animal at the moment, aren't they? They just can't get going. They haven't won in their last 10 games, despite all the managerial and uh, playing investment. I feel like the the heat is turning up on Paul Cook and it's not a good place to be at the moment. And Lincoln, you could say the complete opposite, really. They they lost Morgan Rogers and Brennan Johnson last season, you know, and George Grant, three of their key men. But, you know, they've just kind of, rolled on haven't they and uh yeah they're in 15th at the moment and they certainly won't want to finish there but i've got a feeling they're going to be in and around the top six i wouldn't write them off uh for promotion and in anthony scully you know they've got a player who they had under their nose the whole time who's bagged five and seven and they look really good uh, i'm more going in on this uh from a lincoln perspective than a um, than an Ipswich one. Uh, happy to take the Imps six to five. Ipswich are rubbish, aren't they? Yeah. HMS Piss the League is stuck in the dock. <laughs> <laughs> it What's is. Going on? That, it is. I, and do you know what? To, uh, sorry, go on. No, do you know what? I'm not. We are not journalists. We are just two lads who uh, you know tip out a bunch of bets on a podcast. But like actual real journalists, you know. A lot of people were saying, you know, don't get sucked in by it, right? It's so easy. Like PSG, right, They with their uh, draw in the Champions League. It's so easy to look at this like FIFA career mode. And you just sign all these players and you get you get all this stuff in and then, you know, you just HMS piss the league, as you said. But it reality is football is about, you know, stability, planning, building blocks, uh, managers, uh, blah blah blah, and and you, if you ask me right now, Tom, who would I rather have, you know, as as my club, Lincoln or Ipswich? It, the answer is Lincoln because you know they they go about things the right way and and they're building towards something where Ipswich have gone for the FIFA career mode approach and you know it's just this kind of craving for instant success. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, we can't let this little section go by without tipping something that has brought us success on every single podcast so far this season. Ipswich to be involved in a game that's both teams to score. Uh-huh. It's been 12, 12 consecutive games that Ipswich haven't kept a clean sheet in. Uh, every single one of their League One games so far this season has been both teams to score. Uh, they've conceded at least two goals in every single league game this season as well. Um, three to four is the price for both teams to score again in this one, and I bet it will come in. Yeah, yeah, I like the look of it, mate. Anything else from you? 
Yeah, so uh, another one for me, Sheffield Wednesday at home to Shrewsbury, 13-20 to 20 for Sheffield Wednesday. Feel a touch stung by Wednesday over the last couple of um, oh, let it go. match day weekends because they've not cost me any bets, but uh, they've just not been that good when I thought they'd be all right. Um, but no, they've lost two consecutive away games. That's fine. They're back at home this weekend against a really poor Shrewsbury side. Sheffield Wednesday have played two games at home so far this season. They've won both to nil. Shrewsbury really struggling in 21st in the league. They've won just one of their seven games so far this season. Uh, Shrewsbury haven't kept a clean sheet for 12 consecutive games either. On the road, they've uh, played three and lost all three to nil. Uh, That's against Accrington, Portsmouth and Morecambe. So you think probably more misery for the away side in this particular fixture this weekend. Yep, yep, totally agree, mate. Uh, hoping that you agree on my next tip, which is Wickham. Wickham Wanderers uh, at home to Charlton, 23-20. to 20. Uh, Very much a, a, a similar tale, Charlton and Ipswich, just with less dramatics, I think. Uh, you've got Charlton, who obviously have a relatively high-profile manager in Nigel Adkins, uh, they also strengthened in the summer, uh, bringing in a, a, a quite a few players that you know you kind of tipped your hat towards. But they are down in twentieth, and Wickham, unspectacular as ever, kind of in the transfer market, and and you know just kind of around the club. There's never kind of bells and whistles, but they're in ninth following their uh, relegation, and they look like they're going to be in the mix again. I've got a feeling, Tom that Charlton are going to start spiralling a little bit. I've got a feeling Nigel might need some of his classic positivity because I I, I really do think this is the start of the end for them unless they mm. completely 180 because what I'm seeing on the pitch at the moment it has not been good enough at all. And Wickham, as I said, just kind of going about their business. Um, so, yeah, happy to take the chair, boys. 23 to 20. Cool. Yeah, I can see that one absolutely. Like Wickham. Uh, hopefully they start to fulfil our pre-season predictions of, uh, you know, playoffs and automatic promotion push. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. No more from League One for me, though. Shall we move to League Two? Yep. Yeah, let's move to uh, our last league for the day. Take it away. I'll let you start. Let's get started with a corker of a price. <laughs> Rochdale, away at Mansfield, 12-5 to 5 for Rochdale, the away side. Uh, this is Rochdale, who have won three on the bounce, unbeaten in six consecutive games. It's seen them propel themselves up to sixth in the league. They go away to Mansfield, who, for some reason, God knows why, are favourites for this game. 21st in the league, uh, no wins in six, without a clean sheet in nine. They're in shocking form. It's just not happened for, for Nigel Clough again this season. Um, but yeah, they've, they've got this visiting Rochdale side who are, they've got some real upwards momentum now, uh, finding their feet at this level and really starting, like I say, to progress towards the playoffs and automatic promotion places. So 12 to 5 looks looks a really big price for Rochdale to get another win for me and just pile, it, pile the misery on Mansfield even further. I'm looking at Mansfield results They've conceded at least three goals in four of the last five games. I feel, why does this happen with Mansfield every season? 
<laughs> Every season they come yeah. into it, they're towards the top of the betting. I think this was the first year, Tom, where we were like, we like what we see on paper, but you just, you just can't back Mansfield, and we're kind of being proved to be right at the moment. Yeah, so bizarre. Um, sorry, Oldham fans, going against you and uh, mysterious curl again. Uh, I, I just, I feel really sorry for for Oldham fans that the club is going through an absolute. Just, just complete storm, basically, and and I hope it passes because it, it looks like it could be really serious stuff. Uh, they are bottom of the football league, and they've got Hartlepool Tom coming to town. Hartlepool in fifth, newly promoted, um, away from home. Hartlepool have lost three of three. I want that to be completely clear. Uh, <laughs> however, I think they they'll have enough about them. I I've re- when the when they're on it, Hartlepool, they look like they genuinely, Tom, could finish in the playoff spots or at least the top 10 when they're on it. When they're not on it, obviously, they've thrown in a couple of wobbly results. But I'm looking at Oldham coming off the back of a 3-0 loss against Barrow, 4-0 against Leighton Orion and everything that's going off off the field. Back at home, there could be protests, there could be tennis balls on the pitch and all that stuff. It's just It can't be a good environment to, to play football in. And I mm. think Hartlepool will thrive. They are, Tom, 13 to 10. Yeah, it's, it's a good price. Um, and if you're ever going to justify backing a team that have lost every away game so far <laughs> this season, I, th- I think this is probably one game where you can do so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Hartlepool won this one. I, I was considering reading that one out myself as well. Um. One more, really, from me, and it's just a, a little tip. So, Leighton Orient against Bristol Rovers. I'm going to go for Leighton Orient to score a goal. So, it's been 11 consecutive games since uh, Bristol City last kept a clean sheet. Bristol City. Since mm-hmm. Bristol Rovers last kept a clean sheet against Leighton Orient. Uh, two to five, again, is the price for Bristol Rovers to not keep a clean sheet again. So, Leighton Orient to get on the score sheet. Bristol Rose to not keep a clean sheet. Whatever you market you want to pick, two to five is the price. Uh, another little accumulator booster, I think, there. Yeah, all the same, isn't it, really? No matter how you yeah. dress it up. Uh, Tranmere, Salford. This is going to be horrible. It's going to be a rubbish game. And I, <laughs> I think it will go under 1.5, which Oof. is seven to four. If you want to be a bit safer, you can go classic. 2.5 at 8 to 13. But you're looking at uh, Tranmere. I mean, I, I don't know what happens to Tranmere. One, one minute they're in the playoffs uh, and looking like they might get promoted. And now they're this just horrible, rubbish team. Seven mm. games, they've scored two, conceded three. Salford, uh, they've done a little bit better. They've played seven. They've scored seven and conceded six. But both smack bang in the middle of, of mid-table. Salford, it's been the case now for maybe a season and a bit, maybe close to 18 months, just putting the ball in the back of the net just seems to be a bit of an issue. And uh, yeah, with Tramere, as I said, they've just basically sucked the fun out of football. <laughs> they're, they're absolutely dreadful at the moment. I'm hoping it will change for their fans because it can't, it can't be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm going for under 1.5 or under 2.5. Uh, depends on your minerals. Wow. Yeah. Well, every single 
Tranmere game in the league has been under one point five. Yeah, horrible. One that is that is disgusting. Seven games played, two goals scored, three goals conceded. That is bloody horrible, isn't it? Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's uh, yeah, it's not great. It's well, really not okay. great. <laughs> well, I don't have anything else. We'll just end the podcast on that note, shall we? Yeah, yeah, please tip. do. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's let's go through last week's bombproof troubles and uh, bring you this week's bombproof troubles. Yeah, guys. So this is the part of the show where me and Tom will read out a treble each that we are going to back ourselves and we are tipping for this weekend, uh, made up of uh, our favourite tips. So again, uh, we only want you guys to bet what you can afford to lose. We back our own bets with ten pound stakes because that's what we feel comfortable losing every week. Should should that happen? Um, obviously, the aim is to win, but. You do have to prepare for the worst. So if you do need any professional help, then please seek it out and go no further. So, Tommy P, how'd you do last week? Speaking of uh, preparing for the worst. Mm, yeah, I was very badly let down, I feel, last week. Uh, you know, one of the old suspects, West Brom, uh, let me down. So I had an accumulator of podcast favourite tips Um so we had Ipswich to be both teams to score in their against their game against Bolton. Um, that was five two to Bolton. So that one came in. Trusty old Ipswich can't say the same about same about West Brom. We had West Brom to beat Millwall, and that was a one all draw. And finally, we had Fulham to beat Blackpool. You'd think that would be a banker, but Fulham actually lost one nil. Yeah, uh, it, what did you call it? The favourites treble. Yeah, something like that. Podcast yeah. favourites treble. Yeah, rubbish, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's okay. My, I mean, uh, I'm I'm talking like I'm on a high horse. Mine lost as well. To be honest with you, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I had Wigan to beat Donny. They did so. They won two one. I had Leighton Orient to beat Oldham. They did. They won four nil. And then I had Brentford Brighton. Both teams to score. It was one nil to Brighton. That goal came in the ninety something minute. So I nearly. Tip to both teams to score. That was nil nil, which is pretty much the ultimate embarrassment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just the one goal off in the end. So uh, very very unlucky. But new weekend, new opportunity. Tom, mm-hmm. absolutely. So are you excited? I'm really excited. Do you want to go first this week? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. What an absolute treat. My, mine's an absolute corker as well. Go on then. <laughs> so I'm going to start in League One. And I'm going to go for Wickham Wanderers. They're going to beat Charlton Athletic at home. They're 23 to 20. I'm also going to go for Lincoln City. They're at home to Ipswich. They are 6 to 5. And I'm going to go for Hartlepool. They are away at Oldham, 13 to 10. Uh, 10 pounds on will return 110 back. And I also would like to acknowledge that I just said that you can't just keep bashing teams when they're down. And I've vultured Charlton, Ipswich, and Oldham. So yeah, I contra- this is the ultimate, ultimate vulture treble. Do you know what this? This is the contradiction treble. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> I like it. You know, these teams, the down. We yeah, let's try and capitalise. It'll be typical that they, t- they turn it around this weekend. Uh, yeah, but I also, I also, <laughs> I think yeah. in Wickham. Lincoln and Hartlepool, I think you've got three really strong sides in their respective leagues so far. Yeah, definitely, definitely. 
Right, so I am also going to pick a couple from League One and one from League Two. Um, I've got Sheffield Wednesday at home to Shrewsbury, thirteen to twenty. Sunderland away at Fleetwood, twenty-one to twenty, and Rochdale away at Mansfield, twelve to five. And ten pounds example stake on this one returns one hundred and twenty pounds seventy-five pence. Tell you what, there's some massive, massive returns coming here. You could even chuck yeah. fivers on these, couldn't you? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Fivers on, still get a decent payout. Yeah. Um, just you know, so we can see what it pays. If we combine them all into one whopping sixfold, I know a fair few of the listeners like to do it. Just stick a couple of quid on, hope it wins. Um, that would pay you one hundred and twenty-four to one. Whoa, tasty. Yeah, tasty. I can I can feel all. my fingers going already, heading to my favourite <laughs> bookmaker. <laughs> but yeah, uh, really exciting times. Uh, good luck, everyone. Tom, let's talk fantasy football. How did you get on? Uh, for example, <clears throat> I'm down to 241st. Oh, I've rose up to 155th. That's I had a good, good. one. Yeah, I, uh, I went for Ronaldo, didn't I? I played my wild card. I nice. put in Ronaldo, um, who did well. I had Lukaku captain, who did well. Uh, Salah as well got me a few points. So, yeah, good week. I'm back on a high with fantasy football. I'm I'm up on the game again. Like I, yeah, come on. I can yes. I can tell. Let's can go again. Tell. I'm ready for this next game week. Let's go. Here you're we go. really you are really annoying to be honest with you <laughs> when you when you're doing well. Uh, I am only six six off the bottom, so I really yeah. need to to pull it together. Um, because I might get relegated from my own fantasy league and never be allowed to play in it again. Top 10, reverse order, Andrew Johnson, Sean Hayes, Chris Hindle, Travis Marchant, Neil McCloy, Luke Stevens, Philip Duna, Jordan Turner, Vincent Rayner, new leader alert, Danny Davey with Davey Mokiev. Um, yes, go on, Danny. Yeah, so he had Ronaldo captain as well. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, Livramento, that's interesting. He got six for him. Uh, Greenwood, Salah, basically everyone who did well. He had, apart from Mikel Antonio, he got minus yeah. one. But he is top now by six points. Mm. Well played, Danny. Well played, Danny, indeed. And if you do want to join us... Hook us up on social media or whatever and we'll give you the lead code and you can join the fun there. £20 free bet on offer for the winner. Social media? Yeah, go on. You know the, you know the, the handle. Well, this is weird. I don't <laughs> think I've ever done the social media bit in about the last two years. Here we go. So, uh, if you want to get in touch on social media, please do join us. T underscore FB podcast is our Twitter handle. That's where we're most active. We don't really bother with Facebook anymore. Uh, but yeah, get, in, get on Twitter, join in the conversation. Please do follow us. We tweet out midweek Twitter tips as well, uh, which you don't want to miss. So yeah, get down there, join in the fun. And now you can tell everyone how they can rate and review us. Bloody hell. That role reversal. <laughs> my, my head's gone. Um, yeah, so if you've enjoyed the show, please take two minutes, not even that, 30 seconds, to leave a rating, ideally on iTunes, because that's where we've got most of our reviews. But wherever you listen to us, um, yeah, if you've had, it, if you've enjoyed the show, obviously it, it's free of charge. So, and we never ask for tips or anything like that. So, if you do want to pay us, in inverted commas, 
all we ask for is a review and 30 seconds of your time. That's it. Perfect. Yeah, I think we did well there. Do you, think, us. Do you think that was a good beg? Yeah, good good beg. Good, good beg. Good begging. Right, thanks. Proof will be in the pudding. See how many more reviews we get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, right, well, that's it. Thank you for listening as ever, everybody. We hope you have a lot of success on your bets this weekend, whether you're picking your own accumulators, you're using our tips, whatever. Please do get in touch, like we mentioned on socials, uh, with your bet slips. We love to see them. Yeah, thank you so much for your time, guys. Uh, enjoy your weekend.